daily bags. I choose you. Say my name so my powers will become yours. Hey, welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Welcome to the Suicide Squadcast. This is the DC Universe podcast where we discuss the DC Extended Universe movies and TV shows. Yeah, we're big fans of what DC comes to doing with big and small screens, so we want to make sure we talk all about it. So thanks for joining us tonight. Let's get started. My name is Tim. And I'm Scott, and we are the Suicide Squadcast. So Tim, what are we going to talk about tonight? (laughs) I have no idea. This is like literally the least prepared I am for an episode, only because, and it's not because I'm not prepared, it's just because I don't know what we're going to talk about talk about tonight okay i mean we've had we've had we've had down weeks before but golly gee we've we've had light weeks this is like i mean this is clearly the lightest week we've ever had at least in recent memory (sighs) um thankfully we have doom patrol to help you know (laughs) give us some meat meat uh, meat on them bones because there is it is slim pickings it's almost like there's a big event happening this week you know in the in the film genre Yeah, one that I'll be going to in about three hours. Okay. So we need to, we can move this one along. Yeah. So I can rejoin social media. Yes. And if you, and I know, I know all these spoilers in the ending. So if you piss me off tonight, Scott, I will drop a couple. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> Bastard. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. So, yeah. I mean, this is a light week. It's a light week. But we have a Doom Patrol episode for sure that I really want to talk about. Yeah. I hope, hopefully, we can spend more time on that because there's nothing else yeah all right but just as a reminder we are members of the suicide Squadcast network where hopefully they have more to talk about which would include dc comic Squadcast with chris and jordan and fans without borders and dc tv Squadcast, which this coming week will be dropping i guess both their 100th episodes because there wasn't a dc tv Squadcast episode this week i i woke up on my friday morning i was like where's my dc tv Squadcast?" yeah you knew these guys were trying to time it right yeah well 100th episode for both of those you know probably Monday and Monday and who knows what. Yeah. Because they've got like a full week of DCTV to talk about. Come on, Brent and Ray. Get on that. And seriously, is Brent going to have any time to record this weekend? Because he's probably seeing Endgame 12 times, is my guess. Uh, he already bought tickets three times. Okay. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And uh, that's going to be all they're going to be talking about on Fans of the Borders this week. But we're not going to we're not here to talk about that. But we do want to mention that we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash Media, And we want to send our sincerest thanks to everyone who is able and willing to support us and if you're interested at that $5 level you can also support us and receive exclusive access to an RSS feed that has you know Patreon only content like B-roll extra shows that includes Scott Shots I did that review of Justice League versus the Fatal Five which was very good by the way thank you I appreciate that I hope you've gotten a chance to see the movie I haven't seen it yet but I did listen to it yeah okay spoilers well that's okay and uh also Squadcast Movies, which American Splendor dropped this week, and we have already scheduled our epic <laughs> review of Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. We are, it's happening in like two days. We are just a couple days away. <laughs> oh, man. And that's going to be a fun one, you know, for certain reasons. Certain reasons. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we 
have that one. We also have uh, the one scheduled. No, it's actually not scheduled yet, but it's going to be coming up shortly after that. It's going to be Ghost World. Right, which I just finished reading the graphic novel yeah. today, and I haven't watched the movie yet. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're hitting some we're hitting some obscure movies that I, some people I don't even realize are comic book movies. Yeah, it's a weird uh, it's a weird patch the way these things kind of lined up, but it's it's interesting. Like um, we're getting the you know two of our films in a row, American Splendor and Ghost World, are, I think are going to be kind of unique animals. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, ooh, I have to talk to you off air. There's another one that I think no, it's animated, so it won't end up in the rotation. That doesn't meet the guidelines. Ah, all right. <laughs> Later then. Yes, for sure. Oh, we do have to mention we did record our Wall of Weird Sex for the patrons. Uh, part six. Is it part six or seven? It's part six. Part six, it yes. Part six, yes. It is recorded. It's just a matter of uh, I, I didn't have time to uh, you know put the final touches on it this week, so I'm going to do that Sunday night, and I'm going to drop it Sunday are night. You t- are you touching it? You're <laughs> touching it? <laughs> Save that for the patrons. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, and then I also have that, uh, we had that discussion that you and me and Ray had, and I think there's a bunch of bits in there that I'll I'll pull some stuff out and, and drop it. Oh, there's all kinds of gold in that, yeah. in that little pre-discussion before American Splendor. Yes, okay. yes, for sure. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all available at patreon.com slash squadcastmedia, $5 a month. We'd love it if you could help us out. Yep, definitely. So let's get on to the news, question mark? Question mark. <laughs> question mark. More like. Uh, can we just start talking about Doom Patrol? Yeah. Because that's pretty much what this week is. <laughs> For sure. All right. So let's give a little bit of an update on the Shazam box office. Now, we always said that Shazam was going to have a considerably lower box office than what Aquaman had for a number of reasons. And uh, looking at uh, going into this weekend, it looks like the numbers are at $125 million domestically. And foreign receipts looks like about $202 million. And that gives a total worldwide of $327 million dollars. And this, if you remember, this was like reportedly a hundred million dollar budget film. And so when you look at box office receipts, you always want to double that. And then there's going to be some marketing money on top. So I would say at this point, I mean, clearly it looks like they are making some money on this film, but it is exactly kind of what we thought it was going to be for this, you know, low budget new line film. Pretty low. Well, that's kind of the point. Have a low budget movie so it doesn't have to make as much. Right, right. The profit margin is like wonderful. Yeah. And it seems like they're always very comfortable that anyway because they kept it in this release frame which was just such a tight window so yeah, absolutely i mean it, it once once in game opens everything is just getting chopped off at its knees yeah i mean there are entire movies that are are having to leave the theater because screens aren't available anymore yeah so um so that's a little total there i do kind of like sit there and wonder if they had actually paid the money to actually have henry cavill you know make his guest appearance in the film do you think they could have paid for it in box office draw. I don't know, honestly. I'm I'm not sure if that matter if that would have mattered that much to the general audience. I think you probably would have had a little bit more like the DCEU fan base willing to do a little bit a few more repeat viewings because there are some people that, that cameo as it stands pissed them off. So I I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I'll admit I haven't been a- I just haven't been able to get back for a second viewing. I've only still only seen it once. And I honestly thought I was gonna get to watch it multiple times and it that just has not happened. Well, why don't you see that again tonight instead? 
because I'm spoiler averse and everyone <laughs> and their brother is seeing this other movie. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. So anyway, so that's a little update on that. Now, um, David Sandberg did respond to a fan on Twitter and uh, the fan had asked, you know, are we going to get a Shazam movie Sandberg cut on DVD or just extra footage separately? And David Sandberg responded. He says, you know, what's in theaters is the Sandberg cut. Most of the unused footage are alternate scenes. Uh, he says, you try something, you feel like this could be better and you redo it. And that's what he did. And to kind of prove his point, he actually showed an image of the original scene that they actually filmed with a Savannah. And I can't remember David Sandberg's the doctor's name. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember her name, but it was it's David Sandberg's wife. And it was basically the introduction of Savannah and his office. And it actually looks like an Ikea. It does <laughs> look like an Ikea. You're right. <laughs> and so it so like he just did a screenshot of the of the footage of it. And boy, was that a good decision <laughs> to not use oh, that. Oh, much, much better decision of what's actually in the film. Yeah, so. very uninteresting looking set design. And so he, you know, they, they took a look at that and said, yeah, we need to reshoot this. So, well, I'll still be interested to watch that on the on the extra features. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope he does include that kind of stuff, you know, even though they like, you know, switch it up and redo it. I mean, normally I don't think we get that kind of stuff where they reshoot something. No, you do. It's, you know, it's off. It's labeled as deleted and alternate scenes. Alternate scenes. Yeah, I guess we have seen alternate. But I mean, this is this isn't just an alternate scene. Like this is a complete reshoot. But that's still an alternate version. You know, that's that counts. Right. But I mean, usually when I've seen like something advertised as alternate, it's usually something where it's like you could see it was kind of filmed at the same time, but they did like an alternate take or something like that. Ah, uh, see, no, I've seen alternate scenes where it's like this is what we originally shot and then we went and reshot it. You know, I've seen that before. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's out there. I just haven't seen a whole lot of it. Well, you need to do more homework. I'm just, just saying. You know, be better, Tim. Be better. Is this the kind of thing you're talking about pissing me off? I mean, just, just... <laughs> it's getting close. It's getting close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, to- I'm towing that line. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, Zachary Levi went to Instagram to announce that on June 17th, he will be hosting the MTV Mu- Movie and TV Awards. I think that's perfect. Uh, Zachary Levi would excel at a job like that. So it's, I'm looking forward to that, even though I won't watch them because I don't, who watches MTV? Yeah. I even forget that that station is still around because I mean, I haven't had cable in a long time. So it's, it's not a package I would buy. <laughs> no, no, it is not. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, good for him. I mean, I agree. I mean, this would be kind of right up his alley. You know, and he also appeared on uh, Michael Rosenbaum's Inside of You podcast. I've got to start listening to that podcast. Like, everyone's going on that podcast, and I enjoy Michael Rosenbaum. I really should tune in. Yeah. Yeah, and this is actually the second time Zachary has been on that podcast. And so, uh, apparently, in this appearance, uh, and I haven't listened to it myself, but yeah, so Michael Rosenbaum was actually brought in for an audition as well for the role of Shazam. So they, both, they got to both talk about it. So I bet you it's a pretty interesting discussion. Okay. Um, where did you find this picture of this Birds of Prey? in the Fantastic Emancipation of One Harley Quinn goodie bag uh, I what don't remember this? the exact source but it was essentially you know a picture that somebody had gotten one head posted it on her and it's it's really cool I, the BOP logo looks like that's going to be a real thing yeah oh no I, I, I why don't we get sent why don't we get sent goodie bags <laughs> I, I want to be special yeah. enough to get goodie bags yeah I want a goodie bag too put us on the list please <laughs> no is that like a Sono speaker I think so it's like one of those like Sonos type speakers or it's a, it's like the Amazon dot or one of those kind of no, things. No, 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 no. That's a, that's a, that's a, whatever that is. It's one of those Bluetooth speakers. Yeah. 
right? yeah. It's a little round one, and but it's got the little BOP logo on top of it, which is really with, cool. With, with the kiss. With the kiss, yeah. So these things are cool. I always love these goodie bags. I mean... <laughs> I would love it if I got them. I mean, seriously. Can you imagine, like, if they took these goodie bags and they just offered them up for sale to the fan base, they would they would sell a ton of these things. And then you'd have people running around with all kinds of merchandise. We'd eat this crap up. Yeah. They should do that. Come on, guys. Let's do it. Yeah. That t- it, that 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 drawstring bag, put that on a shirt. So yes. just <laughs> saying. Absolutely. So that one looks really cool. James Gunn posted a little tease about the Suicide Squad. Yeah. I love the um I love the little things. It says my beautiful storyboards are back. <laughs> Hashtag the Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's a terrible drawing. It's an awful. <laughs> it's, it's, an awful. awful. <laughs> it's so bad I can't even tell what's going on. I d- I can't either. Well, you see like the bottom of a foot. Yes. Like somebody's kicking someone. I don't know. It looks like a Goomba from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I swear. It's yeah. like a Goomba with a foot. I had no idea. <laughs> no, but it's it's I mean it's it's cool. I mean, obviously, you know, he's I don't I don't think he I mean, did he do this before? Like has he talked about storyboards before? No with clue. His other films? What, okay. No clue whatsoever. Yeah. It was kind of fun. So apparently he wasn't even at the premiere either. Supposedly he was working on other things and his brother said he uh, was busy with uh with other projects and that's why I wasn't able to make the premiere. Which premiere? The in game premiere? The in game premiere, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you know, presumably he's working on this right now. So it's good, you know, keep him busy. Yeah. I, which just makes me also think of our just I saw when I went to go see Hellboy a couple of weeks ago, there was a new trailer for Burn uh, for Brightburn. Oh yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> I will not be seeing that in theaters simply because it looks like it's scared the crap out of me. <laughs> I do want to see it. Yeah. I'm really intrigued by it. There 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 it, it I have a morbid curiosity to see that movie. Yeah. I mean tell us about this Game of Thrones language creator. I I just I don't know. I saw this. <laughs> Um, apparently the guy who invented all the spoken languages that you hear on Game of Thrones, I mean, literally all of them. Like, I actually listened to a, like two weeks ago, Grammar Girl, another podcast I listened to because I'm a nerd, uh, talked about the creation of the different languages for Game of Thrones and how this guy did it and created High Valerian and just all the, all the languages you hear on the show, because there was nothing except for a few choice words in the original, um, George R.R. Martin novels yeah so apparently well i watched the video it's it was a video from io9 where he basically just went through pop culture references and said how to say these things in high valerian and the very first thing he he goes over in the video is how to say release the snyder cut in high valerian <laughs> yeah that's pretty funny and uh it was really funny because hbo asia because that account is saucy i it will is. say that it is yeah hbo asia retweeted this io9 tweet saying, where my interests combine. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. And so, I mean, did you memorize in High Valerian how to say release a Snyder Cut? Oh, hell no. I don't <laughs> have enough time for that. No, who's got time for that? But also, uh, so I guess there was some more uh, recorded conversations with the operators. Yeah, but I was also listening to Dave the Film Junkie on his latest podcast episode, and he's talking about a source that he has who basically does, who has basically said, chill out. These operators are just trying to get you off the phone. So, yeah. You know, hate to be the hate to be the little <laughs> black rain cloud, but basically these operators are ba- uh, are just nothing's moving right now, and all the operators are trying to do is trying to get you to uh, hang up because, especially the, this particular video, uh, the guy who was calling was rather rude. Yeah, I mean he he was he was kind of a jerk about it. So just knock it off, seriously, yeah. guys. I mean these poor operators that they, they don't they don't deserve your wrath. So yeah, I mean I would agree with that too. I mean okay. Yeah, you did your thing, uh, but just leave it.
give these people a loan for now. I mean, let's move on to another campaign. I mean, I saw the campaign that people were doing online, recording, you know, videos of themselves, asking for the Snyder Cut. You know, that's another way of doing it. Like, you know, just I would just say, please don't continue to just hamper and and harp on these <laughs> these operators. Because your call is not going to go through. Yeah. They have instructions. They, they have instructions to stop you at the switchboard. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, by all means, keep going. Find another way to, to get some, some campaign going. Right. Just, but that one is done. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we got another behind the scenes image of Superman. But I felt like I maybe have seen this one before. I've seen some of these before, but just like there's there there's some that's like obviously there was supposed to be a flight 2.0 scene in Justice League. Yeah. Uh, I know that uh, John Aaron Garcia uh, posted some unused Aquaman footage that has now been taken down by Warner Brothers. Yeah. And I unfortunately didn't get a chance to watch it in time because he also like interspersed the unused footage with the footage from the theatrical version but it's all it's all gone now yeah uh did get that uh behind the scenes scene of of superman you know the shirtless superman uh after the resurrection uh, battling and trying to punch at flash which i thought was kind of cool yes very much so so i'm still really kind of curious to see uh, when we eventually see uh snyder's version of that like how much of that was was him and and were those small touches added by whedon because i i still enjoyed the scene quite a bit but there you know i've always kind of wondered if like the amusing looks that Flash was given when he realizes that Superman could actually see him at his high speed. I didn't know if that was uh, Snyder or if that was Whedon. Yeah, I'm just ready for the I'm just ready for the color grading to go back to the way it was supposed to be. <laughs> that was a weird color grading. Yeah, yeah. Weird, yeah. So let's talk about Gotham. I saw. Uh, yeah, I watched the finale. Okay, I, <laughs> I saw this on the show. I mean, why you make such a big deal with the picture? I saw this. No, I know, I know. But did you see the picture right below it? Well, obviously that's from. Isn't that from Community? Yes. That's, <laughs> Where did that come from? Because when I look at this Batman costume, I'm sorry, but it was all of like, what, five seconds, the costume reveal on Gotham? Uh, if that. Yeah, if that. If that, which I guess, spoil, I guess, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched the series finale of Gotham from Thursday night, uh, but we knew there was going to be, we, we knew Batman was going to be in the show. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a big problem with the costume. I mean, you know, for something they're only going to show for just a few seconds, I, I don't expect them to, you know, spend a lot of money making a costume. But I couldn't help but look at the abdomen area because <laughs> as soon as I saw the abdomen, literally, I was thinking of the Greendale flag from the show community, which is a wonderful comedy. I love that show. <laughs> it's a great comedy. Uh, but I mean, that I could that's all I could see. <laughs> oh, you have some weird prickle. You have some weird predilections. That's all I got to say. Now, if you're a community fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about and you'll get the reference. <laughs> yes, you will. OK, um, I stopped watching. Uh, I stopped watching this show about halfway through the third season but there is a new trailer up for the season four of lucifer that's coming to netflix and it looks like lucifer like yeah. i'm kind of curious how much different the show's going to be like is it just going to be exactly like we saw on fox but on netflix or with them being on netflix are they going to get to go a little more freedom a little further yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah It'll, I'm kind of curious. I, I do want to get caught up on that one. Uh, it's just so low on my queue right now. Oh, it, and, and there's no reason for it to bump up any higher. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I mean, don't the guys over on DC on screen, aren't they kind of big on the show? Uh, I'm not I'm not really sure where they landed late, uh, more recently. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'll be honest. I, d I don't know because I, you know, I stopped. I, like, I just, I got behind terribly last year. And this was just one of the shows that was just kind of like gone. I didn't even bother watching the episode where Neil Gaiman narrated the episode and like, 
that yeah. should have if there was ever an episode <laughs> that should have made me go yes was have Neil Gaiman yeah. narrate it yeah now that we had this new trailer for Pennyworth as well which I did watch which I did as well and my god I am intrigued by the show but I don't know how I'm gonna watch this thing I don't know either like this might be one of those that I just have to like buy like the iTunes season or something well if they do it I don't know if they're gonna do that all the time right I, I, I don't know they do for the CW shows like you can buy a season pass for the CW shows but I don't know if like the whole point of epics is they want you to just subscribe to their app you know their app or their service but every other sh- but every other show seems to do it d- seems to do a season pass on iTunes yeah well I mean the DC Universe ones did not well because it's DC Universe it's a streaming service right okay so you, your argument is that epics is not just streaming yes it's a cable channel right but I mean most I mean most people don't have it and so they if they're gonna do it they can subscribe I mean I looked it up you can subscribe to the epics app and you can stream all their content for I think it was like seven bucks a month so uh, so we'll see but I mean this will be one of these things like if I mean if I'm able to buy it I'll just buy the season pass ahead of time yes and if it's seven bucks a month I'll wait till the season's over I'll <laughs> pay for one month and I will binge the <laughs> crap out of this show yeah I love the tagline at the end though at your service at your service yeah no it looks good I mean we get our first look at Thomas Wayne in there uh, he has a little conversation with Alfred Pennyworth and, and uh, he says sorry I didn't get your name and and Alfred says Alfred Pennyworth and so he says Thomas Wayne I have a job for you so I'm I'm looking forward to this show. Yeah, I mean, aesthetically, it still looks great. Yes. Uh, then HBO put out this little scissor reel for all the different series coming out uh, this fall. And uh, we got a little bit more of a sneak peek at Watchmen. We actually got our first look at Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias. No, we've, we'd seen him before. Well, that's the first time, like this close up, had we seen him? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. Okay, then I, I must have missed that before. Yes, but this, but I mean, is this article, like, is, is it confirmed he's Ozymandias? Or is this still just people speculating that he's Ozymandias? Uh, Okay. Yeah, I don't know that it's confirmed, but it was at least um, one of the articles I read just assumed it. So I, I guess it hasn't necessarily been confirmed at this point, has it? That's that's my point. It's like I think we all think that's what's going on, but it won't be the first time we're wrong. Yeah, for sure. So and then some people are describing uh, one of the characters we see at the end as Rorschach, but I don't think it's Rorschach. I think it's probably a new character, either a new character or somebody that's like trying to you know kind of carry on the torch. Well, I mean that's that's not completely unheard of because I mean we all know what happened to Rorschach yeah. at the end of Watchmen yeah. so <laughs> no spoiler there yeah so not for not for a book that's over 30 years old no we did get uh, really our first trailer for Swamp Thing oh my goodness just inject just... this into my veins <laughs> oh man this was so this was so horror horror fueled and it was perfect yeah it, it's got a great feel to it I just hope uh, I mean I hope what we're you know kind of like speculating last week i hope we're completely you know wrong on it i got i got some um this is kind of internet chatter so i uh, grain of salt but my but what i saw on the webs was that apparently this might have something to do with some expiring tax credits yeah i saw that too and i didn't exactly buy it just because of the reaction from Mag- virginia madsen virginia madsen yeah i mean looking at you know her reaction to this thing i don't know i i still feel like it was something else because I feel like if it had been that that would have at least been explained to the principal players 
in this thing, we wouldn't we wouldn't have had a reaction like that. Oh, but you also don't know how much the suits want to talk to the talent. I mean, it could be, could be. I mean, she did yeah. delete it, you know. But but I mean, there would be a number of reasons she would have deleted it. <laughs> yeah, I was <gotta> say. <laughs> there's also the you delete this right now. Yeah, that's you know that's a possibility. I don't know. I just don't look at this teaser trailer going. I like what I'm seeing. Yeah, and I think we saw Floronic Man is what we saw spawning in the lab. I'd agree with yes. Yeah, so that looks pretty cool. Uh, I mean, but definitely some horror elements. You see this little girl lying on a floor in a classroom. She's got like a nosebleed of some sort. The guy who's sawing something. Yeah. I just want to know what he's sawing. <laughs> that that, that kind of freaked me out. Yeah. I mean, it just kind of made me it made me go back to his origin. I can't remember the character's name, but the guy who, you know, basically killed Alec Holland and dumped him in the swamp. It kind of made me feel like, are we seeing that? I don't know. Because I'm just ready. I'm looking forward to see, you know, if they even touch on Anton Arcane. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, a, that's a visual I'm not going to be able to scrub out of my brain. Yeah, if, for sure. If they go full on comic book with that. Yeah. No, I mean, I I think the visuals look really good on this, so I'm definitely intrigued, uh, definitely excited for it. Uh, we had those Earth Day posters that they put out too, which I thought were really cool. They were cool. I didn't know what they were for because Earth Day's bad on me, but Earth Day's not exactly a holiday <laughs> that's like marked on my calendar. So so I saw the posters. I just didn't know what they were for. I thought they were just advertising materials. I didn't know that they were specifically for Earth Day. Well, it's advertising slash Earth Day. I mean, it's it's you know tying itself to a logical event right so well it's it is part of the green he's part of the green uh one poster was just his head poking up out of the swamp and it says go green or else and then the next one was uh, you kind of get a like a full-on upper body view of swamp thing really good look at it and it says the earth is a fine place and worth fighting for and that's quoted from ernest hemingway so there we go but we have uh, a couple really good close-ups that we got of uh swamp thing's head and uh, that same upper body shot you know so the costume looks fantastic fantastic yeah oh the detail is glorious and i love the red eyes i'm glad they went that way because that really mm-hmm. that really jumps out at you okay the one last thing i want to say is just a reminder to everybody for the dc universe app all twenty one thousand plus comics are on the app now oh my god it's it's incredible like every time you look at it there's more like there's even rebirth stuff yes it's it's everything anything you would want that they have already kind of like digitally uh transferred and scanned in their catalog is it seems to be there so i would love it if uh Okay, not not that I'm trying to be greedy, but I'm gonna be greedy. No, you are. You are trying to be greedy. Yeah, I would. So I'm hoping at some point, and I know this one's a lot more difficult because a lot of these things are, and they still have like ties to creators. There's like some creator royalties with these things, but a lot of the Vertigo properties, I'd love to see those make their way on here. Oh, absolutely. Well, some stuff, some stuff is there that maybe has been assimilated by Vertigo. Just you know, but like the creator-owned stuff, I could see it taking a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, so much of that Vertigo stuff is is you know, it's not 100 percent creator own because obviously by you know vertigo taking a chance and publishing this stuff they retain some you know i guess rights to it but yeah an awful lot of the vertigo stuff still you know partially owned by the creators to some degree yeah so yeah comics go keep reading dc yes keep everything we've been saying this for like what three and a half years now three and a half years yes now there's no excuse no pay your seven dollars a month or your 75 dollars a year yeah and go keep reading dc yeah no it's i mean it's well worth it by far all right now boom now, Boom Patrol, Doom Patrol. Boom Patrol, yes, let's talk <laughs> about it. Something's went boom in this episode, so I'm, I'm not too far off. Yeah. All right, episode 111. Yes. Francis Patrol. I was waiting half the episode to figure out what that meant, and then it happened. I was just like, of course. Of course, yeah. Of course it's a big-ass alligator. Yes. <laughs> I was the same way. I'm like, Francis, like, who's Francis? I, I was trying to think of who the character was. I'm like, I, I, I just don't know. So I kind of gave up on it. And then, yep, it's the alligator. Now, we're uh, so we're kind of skipping ahead.
ahead to that scene where you know he, he's trying to find that alligator. So what? Ro- he need an antecedent there. Robot man. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> trying to find. I mean, people have seen it. If they know what we're talking about, where Robot Man is going and they're trying to find Francis so that he can presumably rip it open and get the watch out. Yes, the watch that was his that then his daughter gave to her adopted father who has since died. Yeah. Um, I like that actress playing his his grown up daughter. By yeah. the way, I thought she really nailed just normal person. She really did. She really did. I mean, it was completely believable. I mean, this was just a little girl who lost her dad, but then she found somebody that kind of filled the void, and and ultimately, I mean, that's who she remembers the most, right? So yes, absolutely. Yeah, so, I mean, it's it's sad, you know. I mean, it's like especially you know we're we're fathers. You just can imagine, like you know, if you know if that happened in our situation, you know. But ultimately, I mean, that's the kind of reality. Like you know, as a kid, you kind of remember the more recent things in your life. You know, the, the things when you're really small, you just don't quite remember so much. I part of what I loved about that whole subplot of the episode was Rita and actually how she was a decent person. Like she was being supportive. Yeah, she was saying good things like she was actually giving Cliff good advice that Cliff should have listened to. Yeah. Yeah. I it's been fun watching Rita become a become a good person. Yeah. It's a long journey, though. Like it's just not her nature. No, it is it's not. it's taken her a long time to get there, which is good. But, I'm glad it's like not a like overnight transformation because it, it really wouldn't be, you know? No, it wouldn't. But but she's getting there. Yeah. And that's also rewarding as well. It is. I mean, when yeah. she went into that into that road bar and she actually like talked to that redneck and shared a drink and ate some wings. Yeah. It was it, I was just there going, wow, good for you, Rita. I kind of feel like she did it just because she just wanted to eat those wings. <laughs> I am sure that was that was helpful, but you know she didn't she didn't completely like just eke away like she hung out yeah like because she was giving Cliff the time he needed to actually try to talk to his daughter and I was just like oh and then she even got in the boat and followed him through the swamp and yeah. especially at the end she was like I did not survive <laughs> Congo just to die in this swamp now I, I was so one of the points I was gonna be making like when when Cliff was there in the swamp robot man. And with Rita, were you kind of halfway wondering if we weren't going to get a tease about Swamp Thing? Oh, no, no. My brain completely went there. I yeah. was like, we were told Swamp Thing wasn't connected, but maybe they changed their minds. Yeah. You know, I was just there going, I don't know. I was also <laughs> wondering if the alligator was going to pop up and try to eat Rita. Right. You know, there was there was a lot of going through my head during that entire swamp sequence. But yes, my brain totally went, am I going to get a Swamp Thing Easter egg yeah. at all? Just just, just wondering out of curiosity's sake. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I was I was thinking the same thing. But it was it was kind of fun because, I mean, Rita's origin in the comics, the very first appearance, I mean, she, you know, almost got eaten by an alligator. So it was... Uh, uh, kind of fun to see that kind of played upon. Yes, very much so. So that that was a great thing, especially at the end where he does he does rip the the alligator open presumably and gets the watch and he still doesn't talk to his daughter and I I felt bad, but I also felt like that was probably I kind of agree with Cliff not trying to screw with her life at this point. Yeah, not at that moment. Not at that moment. Not that moment. Give her the watch. Give her something that she can hold on to, and know that you did something good. And the look on her face when at, at the end of the episode. Yeah. You know, before we kind of got the little the little stinger at the end. 
I feel like she started to connect some dots. Like maybe she recognized his voice. Right. You know, that that kind of thing. I, I feel like that the look the actress gave indicated that she, you know, sparks are firing and she was she was she was figuring it out for herself. At least that's what I want to believe. I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking too, but I you know, I agree. Is it is it just part of me wanting that like storyline to kind of play out that way? But like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, we're we haven't seen the end of her. You know, like this isn't the last we're gonna see of her. Like I feel like this will play out again at some point in the future but i think you know i think at this point in time it's we're gonna just be taking a break from it well we've got four more episodes left in the season which i found it very interesting because one this has been a 15 episode season and this episode picks right back up where the last two episodes have ended i was kind of curious like where this was going because it obviously the the i feel like the a even though it's called francis patrol i feel like the a plot is larry like that's the that's the episode so i was wondering if we were going to get a sort of a trilogy of episodes that all kind of floated around the same time period. Right. And it didn't. Like, it picked up where the last two ended, but it did continue the timeline with a focus on, with a focus on Larry. Yeah. So that was, that was interesting, and I was glad that it went there. And I was glad, it's like these past one or two episodes, different characters are finally dealing with their crap. Like, you get the sense that Rita is really starting to deal with her stuff after the Doom Doom Patrol Patrol episode. And then, you know, this episode gave Cliff a chance to finally deal with his crap. Larry a chance to finally say what he needed to say to John. And, you know, Jane Patrol, she's not done dealing with it, but she's in a better place than she was. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like, you know, they're all definitely starting to get kind of get control of this horror in their lives, right? Right, I feel like Vic is Vic's the holdout. Well, he's getting a new horror right now. That's the thing. Like oh, up to this. Wow. Yeah. I mean, but up to this point, I mean, uh, you know, Cliff has been having to deal with like, you know, this giant transform. And he's, I guess he's been dealing with it for 30 years, but like basically the reality that he's not human anymore. And he's been dealing with that. And of course, Larry dealing with this negative spirit living inside his body. And, and also like all the, the, the past that he lost, you know, his obviously. His, right, that, and the baggage that he's never fully come out of the closet. Right. Right, he's still struggling with it, and then uh, of course Rita, she's just been kind of a mess for the longest time. But you, you, did you notice in this episode she hadn't, she didn't have any kind of drooping or drooping no, or lapse? Like it's almost like she's starting to get control. Well, it seems to be after after the uh, the Colt Patrol and Paw Patrol episodes. Yeah, when she she's really kind of like gotten her act because you didn't see any drooping in in uh, Hair Patrol either. Yeah, no, I, she's really kind of gotten her her crap together. Yeah, yeah, and but then at the same time while you know like say Larry negative man is starting to get some closure a little bit with his uh, past events in his life uh, Vic now just like suddenly has this new horror I love the fact that they're playing on the idea one the idea that they they included grid into this yeah. variation of the character yes. which for those of you who are not familiar grid was introduced in the new 52 iteration of cyborg in the Justice League book written by Jeff Johns that was well spoilers for a book that's you know few years done now. And it's on the DC Universe app. And it's on the DC Universe app, but it, it was sort of an evil operating system yeah, yeah. that later tied into the Forever Evil uh, crossover and was used actually in, in Justice 2. So I, I, I'm glad that I don't feel like it's gone it's not malevolent right now but it is malignant. I, I, I feel like, I don't feel like it's doing something for evil purposes, Yeah, but it 
is doing something that's not good for Vic. I mean, turning him into replacing even more of his organic material with cybernetics. And oh man, when when Vic cut his arm open, <laughs> I know. And then he he saw the he saw the muscle there, but then when he pulled the muscle away and saw like the bone had been replaced yeah. or encased in more cybernetic material, it was just like oh my god. <laughs> like even the blood coming out was dark, and I was trying to figure out like has his blood already been replaced with like motor oil or something? Yeah, I was, something. I, yeah. I, but it, they didn't go that route. It looked like it looked like they were like no, this is supposed to be blood. Yeah, it's interesting. So yeah, I mean, so like where is this thing going to go now? The next four episodes. Well, obviously with Vic being captured by the Bureau of Normalcy. Yeah. I and he's in the ant farm, which another little Grant Morrison yeah. creation. I I I don't know how many episodes. Like, is this going to be a one episode deal? Is it, I mean, we only have four episodes. Yeah. I mean, and I guess the question becomes, where? What is this show going to end on? Is this show going to end on a cliffhanger that takes us into season two, or is this, or is this season finale going to kind of wrap up the season? Yeah. And like in the season, and maybe tease a season two. Right. Because have we heard if Doom Patrol's been renewed for season two? We have. Not. I haven't heard that. No, we, we have, have not. not. No. Okay. So I really am curious about with only four episodes left, how much is this going to be dealing with the Bureau of Normalcy, and how much are we going to still be dealing with Mister Nobody and trying to get Chief back? Yeah. But it, I, I will say with this episode, it was really nice to kind of have one that didn't make my head hurt watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, that's how I felt the last couple, like, two or three episodes. I was just like, what am I watching? I I don't understand all this. Danny Patrol was weird. Hair Patrol was... I, I was like, I still didn't need to see that in the recap. I really did not need to see that in the recap. Yeah. But you're right. This one was just a good, solid character episode. Character, yeah. Good character moments. L- you know, like Doom Patrol Patrol or where some other, where were some of the other like really good character ones we just lo- Therapy Patrol. Yeah, Therapy Patrol. That yeah. one was really, that one was really cool and didn't get brain hurting until, you know, Admiral Whiskers at the end. <laughs> uh, oh, and we did have a little reference to animal vegetable mineral man yes because he's not going to testify against his dinosaur head. yeah yeah i i just <laughs> I love that's a running cat. <laughs> that's great so when are we going to see ezekiel again i don't know oh, i feel like well, of course what was the, what was the last time we saw ezekiel that, was, was ezekiel last seen like with the with the d creator i think it was the d creator right yeah, yeah i think so i don't know is it because because they recreated everything so if, even if ezekiel got zapped he's back he's back yeah i expect ezekiel to show up at the he He's going to be the stinger at the end of the season finale. <laughs> there could be. He's going to be the big bad of season two. Could be. Yeah, it could be. I mean, because that's easy enough. I mean, if they don't get picked up, you can leave it as a as a stinger and that's fine. You know, I don't see how Doom Patrol doesn't get picked up. Everyone seems to love this show. I mean, there are people who didn't like Titans who are loving Doom Patrol. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I, I what I don't know is if if it's moving people to the service, like that's really the thing. Like with these original shows, they, you know, you know, before the before we had all the comic catalog like that's the thing i've always been kind of wondering about is like are these shows gonna be enough to move people to it you know to say hey you know i want to sign on to this thing uh i kind of feel like there's a lot less pressure with the shows now because you know with the dc back catalog like to me that is well worth the price and this is just like the cherry on top right now these shows i mean that's the kind of way i look at it like to me the show the original shows were always the the selling point uh and then you get you know a few comics on top of that but like for the comic fan base i mean this is you know this is no brainer this is a no-brainer yeah this is a complete no-brainer but i will let you know that i actually have extended family who have actually subscribed to dc universe because of doom patrol
control. They have. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Actually, over spring break, I was talking to my brother-in-law, and they actually they they joined like they they hadn't even gone back and watched Titans yet. They joined up because they'd heard about Doom Patrol. Okay. Hmm. Do they like it? Yes, very much so. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, it's it's been a fun show. I've I've enjoyed you know I've enjoyed obviously Titans. I I, I like Titans quite a bit. I like this one probably even more. And but it's such a different show. It's such a different show. But like we said all the way since episode one, this one I feel like they've worked out the kinks and they've got the polish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And of course I'm looking forward to Swamp Thing coming up and then Star Girl after that. So yeah, I'm in. I'm really enjoying this original content. Cool. I'm just ready for the. I'm just ready for the second half of Young Justice Outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Give me. Give me more. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. So yeah, good episode. This was a strong. This was a real strong episode. I mean, they've all been good, but this is one. Like I said, it was. It had some really good, important character moments. It had heart. To it had it. heart. Yeah. It had heart, and it made my brain hurt. <laughs> That's right. So, and what was the title of the next one? You would. I. I don't pay attention because you know whenever I watch it, I'm not getting the preview. Hold on, since you're making I'm just me hearing excuses right now. I'm. I'm just. I'm just hearing you being a pain in the butt right now. You're just being mean. Okay, hold on. Let me find out. The next one is entitled "Come On App." Uh, Cyborg Patrol. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Uh, Cyborg Patrol. Yeah. So I wonder. I wonder if we're gonna get some more like info on like him glitching and wondering about the footage of his mom's death. Yeah. I, who knows what's gonna happen now that he's with the Bureau of uh, now he's captured by the Bureau of Normalcy. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's good. So it looks like we are gonna dive more into you know this transformation and uh, from you know that we saw in this episode. So that's gonna be good. Okay. All right. Well, I think that's gonna be it for this week's episode. I think so. I, I, I enjoyed having the breathing room. To to kind of talk more about <laughs> Doom Patrol this week. Yeah, yeah. It did give us that chance. We normally don't have it. And we actually got a chance to record on a Friday night this week. I know. Shocking. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. <laughs> well, okay, guys. Well, that's going to be it for this week's podcast. We want to thank you so much for listening. It's been a lot of fun, but we love to hear from you. So, of course, you can always reach out to us on Twitter at Suicide Squadcast. And you can reach me individually at ScottDC27. Yep. And then you can reach me on Twitter at Alan Fire. And you can email the show at Suicide Squadcast at gmail.com. Uh, we love hearing from you guys. Guys, sometimes we're slow to respond. I got an email. We both have emails we need to respond to. Yep. You've got one you still need to read, and I got one that I read that I need to respond to. Yep. But you can also find us on Vero, Facebook. We have a website, suicidesquadcast.com. You can find all of our shows on there. Find a little bit about us. You know, we try not to, to brag about how good looking we are, but, you know, it is what it is. Be- because that would be a blatant <laughs> lie. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, and also as we as we said earlier in the show, if you if you'd like to support what we're doing with this network, and and you know we always appreciate it. And we appreciate all the support we're already getting. You can go to Patreon.com/slash/SquadcastMedia, get all this added content. We have Superman Four Quest for Peace coming up. How could you not sign up for that? <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> remember, we are going to finally answer the age-old question: What is the worst Superman movie? I have already answered it in my head, so it'll be a fun discussion. I'm, I'm looking I'm looking forward to this review. I am too because I, I have stories about this movie okay and, and i'm gonna do kind of like what we talked about which is i am going to binge superman 3 and superman 4 back, kind of back to back, back to back okay just to get a full experience and i think there probably will need to be some alcohol <laughs> involved I, I think full experience is right you you will have a full experience i don't know what kind of experience you're gonna have but it, it will be full of something it will be full of booze yes that is what it will be full of <laughs> so so check that out all right guys so that's it for this week and what we like to say go subscribe to DC Universe within the United States and keep reading DC yes absolutely see you guys later bye
Okay, Scott, I am very much intrigued, as I said, about this upcoming show, Pennyworth, on Epics, but I don't want Epics. I'm not going to subscribe to Epics just for the show. You don't want to be Epic? No, I, I don't know. I don't want it. I don't want to pay $7 a month for your app. Well, I, you know, here's hoping that iTunes has a season pass. I mean, seriously, it's fine. Why are you making such a big deal about this? Why is there so much consternation in your life? <sighs> there just is. I, I have my limits, and this is beyond it. Okay, you backing out? Yes. Okay, are you backing out of this episode? <laughs> I feel like it. I mean, seriously, there is nothing. There is nothing. Nothing. Nothing this week. Nowhere. Where you going? Nowhere. <laughs> I've been quoting that all week. I cannot remember what movie that's from. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is, are you hearing a beep? Are you there? Hi. Hey, I kept the recording going. I didn't stop. Yeah, that's fine. Well, what happened? I don't know. Skype just closed. <laughs> like, on its own. Skype was like, see ya. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking, and then I hear like a beep beep, and I'm like, what the hell is that? Well, I'll just ignore it, and then I heard it again, and, and then I'm like, Scott, Scott, are you there? And you weren't. I, 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 was, af- I was afraid. I was like, oh, don't tell me we're having the mic problems from last week. <laughs> I know. And then I realized, no, Skype just closed, like wholly and independently on its own. Yeah. I just heard like another beep. Was that? So you're still here though, right? I'm still here. I still see you. <laughs> you, you see me? Uh, I see you. Oh, that's like, creepy. Like, like your profile pic. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Say. Your profile pic stares at me every time we record. It's it's, uh, it's a little disconcerting. It, it's it's meant to be that way. So.